Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Becoming an overnight success takes two to five years something like that so if you're a young guy you've probably seen other young people get really famous and really successful out seemingly out of nowhere and you might actually think this about me because if i had to ask you right now how long has my success am i a successful person do i do i have to do this to like you know put, act like i'm still humble or some bullshit like would i be classed as a, as a success I, pro- I probably would to be honest how long has my success taken me? Because if you're somewhat new to the channel, you might say a couple of months. If you're an OG and you've heard me talk a lot, then you might think, oh yeah, May 2020, Hamza always says, it's like when he started working and everything. And that'd probably be not a horrible, like not a very, very bad answer. That's it. <clears throat> but I'd say it'd be less than that. I'd say not more than that, like late, later or earlier, I don't know how the fuck you'd explain that, like earlier in the human existence. <laughs> Twenty May 2020 is when I came back home and I started making videos. You could even say the first videos that I made because the video that popped off and actually got me some level of success was the Aesthetic Body Guide and that I made the winter or like December before May 2020. So it was like, I believe it was December 2019. So you could say, okay, December 2019 is, you know, when I first started, right? Even that's not even a good answer. For a while before that first video that I made, the first few videos that I made, this was in my mind. And I was reading books about this. I was reading The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and The Millionaire Fastlane by MJ DeMarco. I was implementing these steps before that moment when I, of course, like, you know, when I actually made the video, but like months before, and honestly, like a a year before that moment, or let's say about like six to seven, eight, nine months or something, I literally remember this one moment when I was in my friend's room. So this was before I moved in with my girlfriend at the time. So those videos that I made, the May, the um, December 20, fuck, the December 2019, the videos that I made of like how to build your aesthetic body, some random guide on like, mental health and exercise and everything though i made those videos when i was living with my girlfriend but a solid more than six months before that that was what i was thinking about that's what i was discussing that's why like it was kind of like 
a pretty significant thing between me and my flatmate at the time. So we were living together, me and my friend, we were living together in, in an apartment. And I literally remember like, obviously when it's happening, you don't really think of it too much. But when I look back now, it's like, I can really connect the dots. You know my story, so you know, like awkward little video gamer who, you know, girls don't make eye contact with me, but then I started lifting weights and now girls make eye contact with me. <laughs> so first year of university, I'm a degenerate, you know, I'm starting to get social. Second year of university is like, a peak for a long time. It was my like the peak for like a solid few years. And at that point I'm like a total degenerate, taking lots of drugs, but I'm also like fucking lots of girls and I'm also making like a lot of friends and I'm you know I'm doing a lot of like social life type of stuff. I've built the body, I'm getting a level of confidence and respect and everything, doing boxing and I'm I'm living a good life. And I'm living like literally just the aesthetic lifestyle, sort of degenerate party lifestyle of just like training in the mornings sleep in university like sleep inside of the lecture and i just go out and try and like fuck whatever i can try and make friends and try and like you know just be hype and everything and that was really really fun for like a solid like year or so and that lifestyle started to like taper off a little bit one i started not pretty pretty seriously dating the girl who i would eventually go on to live with but like i always kept her at like a distance and i kept on fucking other girls and everything so that was like a bit of a side thing but it was when I got into my third year of university, which I've mentioned before, that's when my mental health got worse. We moved away. I lost the social life. But me and my one me and my one friend, my one flatmate, we were just constantly still going out. And it was after a couple of months of this where it really started dying off for me. And I think it was definitely linked to the fact that like I wasn't attracting as many girls as, as I used to. So it was like I was seeing a lot more of the negatives. I was also working a part-time job, which previously like I wasn't working. So I didn't have to like, think about work or anything. And I was working like fucking 12 hour shifts that the the morning after a night out and it's just fucking grim. I remember there was like specifically a point when I just kind of got sick of like this lifestyle of like going out and partying. And I really started to watch some of those cringy YouTube motivational videos, which was on like the rat race and, you know, escape the nine to five and everything. And this is where it started to hit me a little bit because I'm working this job that I don't really like. I was, I was actually really grateful for it at the same time because it was a receptionist role and I could do like my business work and I had a business on eBay. So I was just re like flipping clothes, like reselling clothes and I was making like a decent amount of profit at the time, especially because I wasn't really doing much work for it. I, I was fucking top tier mine. Okay. I had the girl that I was dating. She was doing most of the work. She was going out to the post office to pay for, uh, to um, post the stuff, you know, when the clothes would sell. She would do like most of the work. She'd take the pictures of the clothes. And the only work that I would do is list the clothes onto eBay, which, you know, takes like five minutes of admin time to like, oh, like I'm selling an Adidas jumper and has, you know, the size is size nine and it's an olive teal color. And you know, all this bullshit that you have to do like on an app to sell something. But I would wait specifically till when I was inside of my part-time job to do that. So obviously I was living quite like a quite efficient lifestyle and I had this business that was starting to like, not exactly pop off, but it was actually making some like, okay profit, like 200 pounds a month profit in sales, like 400, 500 pound a month in sales. But of course like profit would be like 150, 200 pounds. And for it to be fairly passive and you know, the only work I'm doing is when I'm inside of my part-time job was pretty sick. And this is really when I believe when it started is the end of my second year is when I started eBay. And that's when I actually started thinking about things like business. And I started thinking like, I don't just want to be employed by someone else. I don't just want this, these normal jobs. So if right now you see me as a success, you may think that I've gotten here after a couple of months or a year, you know, a year and a half. But honestly, it's, it, it probably started in about 2018. That's when like the mindset to be an entrepreneur really hit me. 
So 2018 is when I first try, you know, make a business, entrepreneurship and everything. And like six months after that, let's say start of 2019, that's when I start reading some books. And like, that's when I start, you know, branching away from, from the current instant gratification lifestyle of just partying and just trying to fuck as many girls as possible. And then another six months later, like halfway through 2019 or a little bit after, that's when I'm first like actually making some like projects and I'm writing eBooks and I, I upload my first YouTube video. We'll have a look right now, actually, when was my first YouTube video uploaded? So this channel, you know what's really interesting? This channel, this hams, not not the unfiltered channel, but the main channel, 233K subscribers. This channel is eight years old. So I made this channel in about 2013 and that's when I planned to make videos, but I held off making those videos for literally like six years because I literally, I just felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I wasn't um, jacked enough to like make fitness videos. So the first video that I made on my main channel is weightlifting five year body transformation. And it was the 7th of September, 2019. So September, 2019 is my first video. Is that not crazy? That was over two years ago. Cause it's very interesting. Probably 90% of the people who are watching this video have been here for literally less than six months. And you see me right now you somewhat can almost see like this overnight success. Like there was a moment when you didn't know me, my videos weren't popping up on your page. And eventually, you know, they just kept on popping up and eventually you click on one and now it's like, you can't, you know me in a sense, you know, yeah, Hamza, like I hope Hamza has a video today. I hope that's what you're thinking. And so it's just really interesting because this is so common in the age of social media and internet businesses. You can really explode your growth and explode your success but you don't see the work that goes before that. And so this can really like warp your perception of what it takes to become successful. Because let's say Lil Nas. So Lil Nas is like a rapper who's become like really, really famous. I'm pretty sure he's like close to like some of the most famous rappers right now. And he made the song Old Town Road. I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right or whatever the fuck, but like, it's like some cowboy song and it, like loads of people made memes of it and everything. He, I think it came out when I was in my like dopamine detox. So I've heard some things about it, but like, I understand that like, it just popped off out of nowhere. And he was kind of like invisible. He was a bit of like, a, like just no one knew him before this song. And then suddenly everyone knows him. It got like a billion views, whatever, right? And so you would assume he was an overnight success, but one random story I remember hearing or reading or whatever it was a while ago was that for the months before he released this song, if not even the years, that's what he was working on. He was like releasing like memes on, on Twitter. He was like experimenting with a bunch of songs and like really, really fine tuning, like the exact second, like length of the song that, you know, would do well on like TikTok and all this bullshit. He put in the work. I don't know if this is a myth, maybe someone who likes, like knows a lot about Lil Nas or something can come in. But um, the meme or whatever it was, however I, I learned this, I don't remember what it was, but like it said like he was literally sleeping on his sister's couch for like months or even a year or something. And that's when he made the song and then it blew up and now he's like, he's making songs with like some big ass fucking people. But you didn't see his life before that. We love this story. We absolutely love this story of, you know, the rags to riches story. But oftentimes, we just see the riches and it kind of gives you like this, this weird limiting belief where you don't realize how much you could actually relate to this person. 
And I think social media really fucks this up. I think like the modern businesses, the modern success really, really fucks this up because you can snowball success incredibly fast these days. But you're not seeing 99% of the picture. I've spoke about it on my channel and I've told you about my timetable. I've told you about the way that I used to live. So I'm, May 2020, just before May 2020, I'm living like just a fucking crack fiend. I'm like literally smoking from a fucking crack pipe with like weed and shit. I'm waking up just binge eating. I'm living with a girl that I don't like. She's in the other room and I'm jacking off at 4am on 4chan. Right, so I've told you this story, right? And then I've also told you the fact that, okay, so I moved back home in May 2020. I moved here back in Warrington with my family home. Instantly, I start living like way, way, way more productive. The only like unproductive thing I was doing was like maybe about an hour of YouTube per day. Stopped social media, stopped like video games, everything. Still haven't played any fucking video games or uh, watched any movies or TV shows or anything since then. So since May 2020, I haven't done any of that shit, right? And so I've made, I've kind of like told you this story but I want you to just really think right now, like I dedicated my entire fucking life to this level of success that I have right now. I moved out from my girlfriend who like, you know, the relationship wasn't great or anything. And like, it definitely like fused off at this point. But there, there was a lot of love there, especially like, it was just kind of like, we were Im emotionally immature that both of us didn't know how to kind of express that love and we were really insecure of each other. We treated each other quite badly. We didn't trust each other and everything, but there was, of course, like, bro, when you live with a, so when you live with someone and you spend, like, you might be watching this, you might have had a girlfriend and everything, but like, trust, trust me when I say, when you've got an apartment with someone, when you've both signed the lease, you live with someone and you, you're around 24 seven, we both had like gaming computers. We we're like hopping on every single morning and everything. We're like playing Minecraft together, dying like we finish games together and everything. We're, we're together 24 seven. Still to this day, like I, I, I speak to her like not too often, but you know, every couple of weeks or so we'll send like a random message to each other. Today, I've had like, I've fully sort of indulged in like three thoughts about her. Where like, you know, I'm, I literally just, I'm just doing my own thing. And it's like my brain just kind of, that was a fucking good ass clip. My brain just like generates like the, you know, the mental movie of us just like laying in bed. And I'm just getting like so, so close to her, like kissing on the neck and everything. So when I say like this, this was my woman. This was like the girl I had been closest to and I left her behind. I left Manchester behind. I came back to like a family which was quite problematic in a house that, you know, I'm 22 years old and I'm like back into my little childhood room and everything. I come back to a city where I don't really fuck with like almost any, to be honest, anyone here. I came back knowing that I would have literally zero friends. I messaged a couple of people that I knew from high school, never met them. I lived a lonely life. A rigid, like almost army style routine discipline where I woke up at like 5 or 6 a.m. every single day and I pursued this, this business along with pretty much the aesthetics and mental health. Those were like the three things I was really doing. Every single day, I didn't take days off. The only time off that I had was like after like 7 p.m. from like 7 to 8, I would kind of like unwind sometimes where I'd like literally eat like a small ice cream or something and I'd watch like YouTube videos of like just music videos and I'd literally just kind of like sit there, just watch like music videos. That was it. Just every now and then, that wasn't even like every single day. That would I remember that was like for a couple of weeks. Then I'd just say, wait, this is pointless. So I'm just going to be productive up until like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Like my, my bedtime was like fucking 8.30 every single day. For over the last, like, you know, since I've moved back here, I've went to sleep before like 9 p.m. for more than 80% of the days. I dedicated my life. I didn't have any friends for like for a while. 
for when I moved back in May, honestly, like I didn't really have any friends for like months up until I met Jonathan, who's the guy that you may may have seen in my old videos, right? Excuse me. Where I was doing um, the rings training with him. So the only social life that I had was a couple times a week, or maybe sometimes a bit more, when I'd go and like exercise with my friend. And of, of course, we'll have like a bit of like a social life with that sense. But never once, I, I've never once met him outside of that training. So we were literally just kind of like training buddies. We never like went for drinks or anything. We never like hung out. Just went for training. And then I come back because I was in this rigid fucking do like discipline lifestyle. That's what it took. I came back in May. I didn't go on a date. I didn't meet a single girl for about what? Four months, four and a half months. I just stayed solo, focused, monk mode, everything. Didn't nut or anything, like fully on note fap, like semen retention. Imagine that, bro, four and a half months of not nutting. That's what, that's the shit I did. So the first time I met a girl was like the girl who I eventually, like we became friends with benefits and the girl that I eventually started dating for a little bit, Eve, at the start of like last year or like the end of like 2020. We had our first date in like September and started kind of like seeing each other from like October. So for like four months, I just wasn't seeing women, didn't really have any friends. I, I met Sam and he's the one who edits, the, who's one of the editors now, he's like one of five ed editors, but he was the first video editor in December. And so we weren't like friend friends, maybe till like a month after that. We were just kind of, you know, just working together and everything. And like, eventually we started like speaking more and having like a fun time together and everything. But even then, even at the start of 2021 January that's when I like the, the friends that I had were literally just clients of mine that think about how fucking crazy that is the friends that I had during most of this journey apart from obviously like the last six months or whatever were people that I, I worked with and I trained with and so the people who paid me for coaching I'd end up just becoming friends with them and then would sometimes do like extra calls and everything and we'd just be like you know talking and everything and so there was like a couple of guys who I did that with but I, I was solely focused on this one goal of growing this YouTube channel. So even though, like a lot of the times, like I've made it look easy and I've made it look like quite flawless. And I tell you like, yeah, I literally work for a few hours a week. It's completely the truth. But the rest of my life was still, like my entire life was dedicated to this level of success. And I'm not like, you know, there might be someone who thinks that I'm like preaching anything. It's like someone's watching this and they think that I'm like saying like, oh, you know, I'm such a hard worker. If you watch my videos, you know that I'm the exact opposite. So I'm not saying this to preach. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, like I'm so disciplined or anything because I don't like working hard. So I'm not saying this to like boast or anything. I'm literally saying this as like, hopefully you can just kind of recalibrate in your mind what it takes to become like a success because I dedicated my entire life to this. And that's why when I do make these sort of quite bold statements and I say like, yes, anyone can make 10,000 10, a month, $10,000 a month. I do believe that. But one of the caveats that I feel like I should state more often is like but you have to dedicate your life to it i believe that pretty much everyone can build the 10 out of 10 body and of course like you know some dickhead's gonna come in and be like oh but uh, what about someone who's disabled shut the fuck up obviously if you have to give me like an obvious e exemption one of us is really dumb and it's not gonna be me is it if you're the one who's like, oh but what about someone who's disabled shut the fuck up okay we're, we're not talking about that right but it's the same thing with aesthetic body i believe you who's watching this can build a 10 out of 10 physique that that is literally like eye-catching that is literally your business your your livelihood that that is literally how you you go about the rest of your life as it has been for me but you have to dedicate your life to it you can have like some very like 
intelligent people, Naval, Ravi Khan, I don't know how he's pronouncing him, but you might know him, Naval something. Just search Naval, he'll come up, N-A-V-A-L. He says that you can have one desire, one main desire. So for example, it could be aesthetics, it could be the body, it could be the business or something. I, I understand the value of that, but it, for me personally, I would say like, it's better to have a couple. So for me, it was aesthetics for a long time, then it was the YouTube success. Like you dedicate, I dedicated my entire fucking life to this. And of course, you know, it was just kind of like idea implementation and all this insights and journaling introspective work for a long time. But from May 2020, I dedicated my life to this. I just want to, I wanted to make this video just to kind of give you some hope that if you feel like you're struggling right now, if you feel like you're not sort of achieving the level of success that you want, just ask yourself like what your life is revolving around. When I moved back here, my life revolved around YouTube. Years before that, when I first started weightlifting, my life revolved around weightlifting. There might be people who can do it way more passively than us. There might be people who can just kind of like, you know, just start going to the gym and they go a couple times a week and they get jacked. Good for them. They're nothing like me. Maybe they're nothing like you. There might be some people who can, you know, flawlessly like, I, I, I do want to like sort of go in depth about like, because I've, I've very, very much countered the idea that you need to work hard for things like business and making money. And if anything, like you've got to do things which are quite effortless and feel quite like play to you. This is play to me. I was, I was literally looking forward to like record some videos today. Like they, I'm not working right now. And yet this second channel is passively, like I, I enable monetization and it's passively making a few thousand a month now, more than a thousand pounds a month just and it wasn't supposed to make money. I literally just made this second channel just because I enjoyed, like this is play, I'm literally just enjoy speaking to the camera. Like I'm in a flow state, there's zero thoughts in my mind right now. That's probably a side note, I don't know. I feel like I've just went on a tangent, but the main point is that becoming an overnight success takes many, many years. If you see someone at that end point right now and you think that, you know, they've just been on it recently, you haven't seen the work behind the success. And so I just want you to almost do like a visualization and kind of like see flashes of all the random work that you've been doing over the last months and years, like the random workout that you hit last year and the random like project that you tried to do, the goal that you set yourself, that one piece of work that really frustrated you. That's all part of this. Every successful person can like, can feel those same memories. And if you're already a couple of months, maybe a year, maybe two years into this, like, I want to give you some hope because you are getting close to the point where the, like, the J curve of success just pops up and you just get some level of like recognition finally. And that's a very, very beautiful place to be. Do the hard work, uh, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah.